Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, March 19th, we look at Lesson 12, Receiving an Unshakable Kingdom. Together, let's explore Hebrews chapter 12 and find out what this unshakable kingdom is all about. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. All right, here we are, and we are at Lesson 12, Receiving an Unshakable Kingdom. And our memory text comes from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, New King James Version. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom uh, which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Yeah, what a, what a beautiful passage that just uh, segues nicely into our topic about an unshakable kingdom. To yes. think about God's kingdom um, in the midst of uh, the war in Ukraine, Yeah, stock markets tanking, gas prices rising. <laughs> we have something we know that uh, it, we can have confidence in in a, in a very turbulent world. Yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was laughing because a lot of people are complaining about the gas prices, but, you know, realizing the ban on gas we've placed on Russia, what a small price to pay than our brothers and sisters that are in Ukraine fleeing for their lives. And, and, and that is something we need to be praying about yeah. that, you know, uh, for, for, for them, right? Because yeah. just because it's not happening to us right now, and, it and is I, happening to us. I don't know if I've told you, Buster, but I'm part Ukrainian. Oh, wow. I did not and, know this. And so, you know, I've got uh, ties over there. I've got uh, good friends and um, uh, even some former students of mine yeah. that, that are over there at the Adventist College. And uh, the reports are just absolutely heart-wrenching. Devastating. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love hearing different ways to give back, to help mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can always solicit our prayers. That's free. But yep. there's also ways that we can give back in, in other ways. And mm-hmm. so please look for those opportunities. We urge, we urge our, our listeners to do so. Uh, I know you and I have talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll charts of doing such things. So, By the way, you just have to put this commercial out there. Please. Adra. Yeah. Adra, um, that one of the, the country directors going across the border into Ukraine bringing Adra supplies and relief supplies to, to people there in, in this this uh, tumultuous uh, war-torn region. And I'm just so proud of Adra again, Buster. Um, so if you are looking for some place to give, I know there's a lot of different places. Yes, there are. But, but especially keep in mind that our, through our church, I am so proud of the ministry of Adra in the midst of this conflict. Hey, man, you, you know, this to me is a good segue talking about unshakable kingdom because I look yeah, yeah. today where there is no more war, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so let's talk about a little bit more about that unshakable kingdom. Mm-hmm. And Hebrews chapter 12, 22 through 24, you have come to Mount Zion. Mm. Yeah, so uh, in fact, I think we should actually just take the time to read this. Yeah, please. Um, if that's all right, Buster. And, and I have the NIV pulled up. Um, but you have... Come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and you have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So, you know, there's a lot to unpack here. Right, uh, but but a couple a couple of things that I think um, really 
um, stand out. And first of all, there, there's a, a destination here in mind, um, a place that we are going, that better place, the Mount Zion, that new Jerusalem. Um, so we have uh, a destination. It's good to know um, in the midst of so much turbulence, what we've been talking about, Buster, that, yes, that sir. there is a place that we're headed to. And this world is not our home. No, it's not. Uh, and and we're reminded of these when, yeah, at the, at the gas pump, although you're right, it's a small price to pay for the the terrible uh, tragedy that's happening over over in Ukraine but but at the end of the day we know that we're going to live in uncertain times until we come to Mount Zion and uh, the firstborn this this well who, who's this talking about well um, as the lesson points out the the firstborn par, par excellence huh. is Jesus himself and, uh, and of course we come to the kingdom of God um, as as uh, children as heirs of um, of the kingdom thanks to the sacrifice of uh, Jesus Christ and so um, these are reminders this is very important language that's being used here it helps to identify identify uh, our role in, in all of this. That's what Hebrews is talking Indeed. about. It's very relational. And it's talking about Jesus as our high priest. Of course, verse 24 is probably the, hmm. the best known of these, the, the mediator of this new covenant. Um, and again, we've come back to these recurring themes throughout uh, this lesson. I think that uh, all of this together is very, uh, it, it, it just, um, it, 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 it reminds us of where we are in the the grand scheme of things so um and and as we do that um and we recognize our destination uh we come before god the judge of all so so buster tell us about that yeah and so writing that same passage you just read michael mm -hmm. uh, i won't go over it again but i'm going to highlight verse 23 sure and it says uh, to god the judge of all mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. to the spirits of just men uh, made perfect and yeah. and it's asking why if there's this is a celebration yeah. why is there th this judge over celebration love it and it makes this parlay this correlation with daniel chapter 7 mm -hmm. uh, starting at verse 9 it says i watched till thrones were put in place and the ancient of days was seated mm -hmm. his garment was white as snow and his hair uh, uh and the hair of his head was like pure wool his throne was fiery fl was a fiery flame mm -hmm. its wheels a burning fire and it's not until you get to verse 22 though that you understand what this ancient of days is doing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Verse 22 of Daniel chapter 7, until the ancient of days came and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the most high. Yeah. And the time came for the saints to possess uh, the kingdom. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he's judging in favor of the saints. Yeah. Uh, it's not here like with uh, uh, to throw f just fire and brimstone and destroy everyone and everything. Yeah. Yeah. The judge is on our side. Wow. And that's why we celebrate because we win mm -hmm. because of who the judge is and what he stands for and yeah. who he stands with. Yeah. He stands with the saints of the Most High. Yeah. And so in the midst of this tragedy that we're going through, mm. if it leaks over here, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's not promised for any of us. Yeah. Uh, it just is not. I yeah. uh, just met with a, a, a young lady yesterday who lost a son to a tragic accident, I'll put it that way. Yeah. And just standing mm. there letting her know God has not given up on her because she's saying, oh, I blame myself and all these different things and just letting her know yeah. God has not forgotten about you. He loves mm. you and he loves your son that is no longer with us as well. Beautiful. Uh, and, and, and so 
just remember Not that. Beautiful that this yes. Time. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. I get what you're saying, yeah, Michael. Yeah. I think our audience tracks with you as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is even in the midst of tragedy, travesty, yeah. we can have hope as we look towards our judge, knowing that he sides with the saints. Mm-hmm. And, and not to keep talking about Ukraine, but, you know, yeah. in the midst of this this conflict of one country invading another, uh, in the midst of war, you see so much injustice, you know, um, and you've probably seen some of the same pictures I have of, of civilians trying yeah. to escape for their lives. Yeah. I have a good pastor friend, and he's talking about how um, he's he's not been able to get in touch with his family recently, but the last time he heard, he was being, the, they were being surrounded by by soldiers, and, and, and people were dying, and, and in the midst of... Of all of that uh, the carnage and and everything else it there is some kind of it in, in one sense it's weighed heavily on my heart buster you know, that these terrible things are happening right yeah um, and bombs hitting hospitals and and one uh, from personal knowledge from someone I know uh, hitting an orphanage yeah of all things I mean yeah who, I, who I saw another one where it's you know? like a, a, the labor and delivery center of the hospital yeah. right and and in the midst of, of all of that um, we know that there will be an accounting um, by God even yeah. if um, uh, when we see injustice in the world around us you yes. Know? Yeah. And so listen here, and that's that's the thing mm-hmm. we can also have hope in, which is yeah. our God stands for right. Our God yeah. stands for justice. I love it. Our God stands with, you know, he stands with the and, listen, and I would yeah. say with us, but sometimes he's against me if mm-hmm. I'm providing the one providing injustice, right? Mm. And so we have to re- remember that just because I say God is with me, yeah. sometimes I'm wrong <laughs> and right. he's with me by yeah. showing me that yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it's so important for us to continue digging in the word. And so with that being said, Michael, take us to Tuesday, shake the heavens and the earth. Oh man, uh, what, what a crazy text here, right? Yes. Um, Paul is talking about how uh, when they hear God's voice, that they will shake yet once more, not only the earth, but the heavens. And the, the key passage here is Haggai chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. Again, I'm reading from the NIV. Uh, that is what the Lord Almighty says. And in a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. So um, I want to pause for a second. I mean, that's that's intense. This is like a mega quake. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and check this out. It gets more intense. I will shake all nations and what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house, house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver in mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. And the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house says Ooh. the lord almighty in this place i will grant peace declares the lord almighty so so what what is god talking about right so uh and so there's a couple of of points that i think are really important the first of all uh shaking uh, can denote the presence of god and and the lesson gives a couple of different interesting examples uh, of that um but the shaking also uh, is more than just that. And in this case, we're seeing a description of the shaking as the destruction of God's enemies. And I, I think this is wor- uh, noteworthy here because I remember in, in being a good Adventist growing up, you know, as an Adventist kid, um, I remember thinking of end time events. Right. 
and being scared to death. Yeah. Yes, I remember. I remember being you know, afraid of those two. Yeah. Hard to sleep at night on some of those uh, children's stories, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. last plagues <laughs> and the close of probation yeah. and all of that. Right. My sister used to read to me this little book called Now, and it was it was a depiction of kids running away in the end times. Like, what a horrible story! Are you serious? Oh, I'm Buster? so serious. She did it on purpose, intently. Oh man! <laughs> so I'm with you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I used to be so scared thinking of the shaking. And a lot of people like to talk about the shaking, you know, the shaking in Adventism. I think there's mm. even some books like along the titled along those lines, right? Yep. And and here here's the deal. Is the the shaking that scripture is talking about is not not something that God's people have to be worried about. No. It's the shaking happens in the people that are fighting against God, mm-hmm. and and those are the people who have to be worried about, it, and they yeah. probably don't even care anyway. Those who are distanced from God, yeah, and they know it, and they made a choice to do so. Exactly. So, yeah. so the shaking, if if you just keep your eyes on Jesus, the shaking's not anything you have to be worried about. And just the point being simply, keep your eyes on Jesus, and and God's going to take care of the rest, you know. And and yeah, there's going to be the shaking, but that that's for, I mean, the people who oppose God and God's kingdom and God's values, they're the ones who will ultimately be destroyed. And and I just think that contrast is really important uh, that we understand um, this this concept, this biblical concept of, of shaking. So, um, Buster, moving on, an unshakable kingdom. Uh, what, you know, Michael. talking about shaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, Michael, this might be the shortest segment we've ever had, right? right. <laughs> just, hey, just, you know. just because of this. It's, yeah. Uh, and I love how the uh, primary contributor to this to this uh, lesson says uh-huh. this. It says, there are, however, some things that will not be shaken. They include the righteous, right? Mm. So the righteous will not be able to be shaken. Yeah. Uh, and so this is correlating with Hebrews 12, 27. I won't read that again, but let's go to Hebrew or to, to Psalms, actually. Mm-hmm. Psalm 15, verse 5. And okay. that shares with us. I, I just had it right up here. You know how that goes, right? Right. Thanks, technology. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> actually, thanks, operator of the technology, which would be me. <laughs> they lend their money without charging interest, and they don't take bribes to hurt the innocent yeah. those who do these things will always stand firm so unshakable nice. people there and then yeah. right over a chapter over 16 verse 8 this is just some uh, examples mm-hmm. I will always look to you as you stand beside me and protect me from fear wow. our very own core won't mm-hmm. be shaken mm-hmm. because we know who protects us who stands mm-hmm. beside mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and notice here it doesn't say promise promise that we'll never die yeah. it doesn't promise that we'll always uh, it says that we know who protects us mm-hmm. But sometimes that protector will allow us to rest in him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I know some wonderful stories of martyr, martyrs mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have died for the cause of Christ yeah. and would gladly do it again because they know that they are eternally protected. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's a, an even deeper meeting there. The last one I'm going to read there is uh, 21 verse 7 uh, of Psalm once again. And it says, Lord Most High, the King trusts you and your kindness keeps him from defeat. Once again, we're talking about the unshakable kingdom and the righteous are a part of that unshakable kingdom. Wow. Those who have surrendered are attached to Jesus Christ. They will not be able to be shaken. And so that's the question for us. It's not, 
are you unshakable? Because mm-hmm. all of us are shakable. Yeah. But yeah. the righteous. And what makes us righteous? By taking on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Our righteousness is filthy rags. His righteousness is pure and perfect and great. Yeah. And so casting off our own righteousness, putting on his robe of righteousness makes us righteous. Connected with Christ, we Beautiful. will not be able to be shaken. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there goes that segment. And I pray all of us become unshakable by becoming connected surrendering to the unshakable one Mm -hmm. and so michael take us home all right let us be grateful (laughs) all right so uh, last last two verses here uh chapter 12 verse 28 so the end of this uh, section we've been discussing here today therefore since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken let us be thankful okay and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. And and so I, I, I just think this is really important um, spiritual perspective on the world around us, whether that's in our own personal lives uh, or in the broader global uh, world around us where we see um, all kinds of things that are happening. But when we get a kingdom perspective of God's kingdom in our lives, um, it gives us a sense of gratitude, mm. an attitude of gratitude. Yes, amen. Cliche, Come on, preach. It's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and. And so we need that. Um, and, and so I, you know, I, I think we have to pause and say, you know, in the midst of rising gas prices, in the midst of whatever may be going on, to say, you know, God, thank you for the blessings that you have brought in my life. Mm. And, and so, you know, think of think of three things as you listen to this podcast. As, as as we wrap it up here, you know, identify three things as you listen uh, right now uh, that that God has done for which you need an attitude of gratitude. Um, think of those Amen. things. And, and then go and express that attitude of gratitude to somebody else in your sphere of influence and say, you know, I'm thankful. What a blessing you've been in my life. I'm thankful for uh, this experience, um, this relationship, whatever it may be. Yes. But again, cultivate that and, and tangibly express that to others in an authentic and genuine way, of course, you know, mm-hmm. but go and look at those things because you have that kingdom perspective you know i'm so thankful that god brought you into my life because uh you've helped me to see jesus better amen you know something like that and and so having that attitude of gratitude even trials and tribulations uh you know that that we all face we all face you know <laughs> we do <laughs> you know i had a had a hot water heater go out on me this morning buster and so i'm oh, making no. an emergency <laughs> run home you know and yes having to get that all taken care of crazy stuff but yes you just do what you have to do and 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 I just got to thinking, you know, I'm thankful that someone was able to come out on very short notice and help me fix it, even even if it did cost me a small fortune. Like <laughs> but, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful that yeah. God has has. And and so again, uh, kingdom perspective, uh, gas prices. But I'm thankful. I'm not having to worry about my life, and, mm-hmm. and I have the ability to to come to school and teach here at Southwestern and everything. These are incredible blessings. And then finally, just to kind of uh, bring things. Uh, one step further Hebrews 13 verses 15 and 16 and I know this is our penultimate lesson for this quarter yes you know we're just wrapping things up very quickly through Jesus therefore let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that openly profess his name Yes. Talk about things. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, yes. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Pleased, yes. Uh, Think of ways that we can do good. If if we're frustrated about our lives and situation, then maybe it's we are the ones that have to change your attitude through prayer, through whatever, but but wrestle with.
with God. And then, um, you know, I was talking to a, a close family member saying, you know, they're expressing frustration, you know. Well, maybe maybe think of three people that you can go to and say, uh, say I'm, you know, I'm thankful. Express some kind of appreciation. Yes. Um, that, that will help our attitude begin to change in the way that we treat others around us. These are the sacrifices for which God is pleased. We praise the name of God through the ministry, through professing the name of Christ, and through right. the way that we have the privilege of doing good and sharing with others. So, so Mike, if I hear you correctly, don't allow discord and toxicity, whatever it might be, yeah. to overwhelm and overtake your heart. Mm-hmm. Instead, choose to battle it with a different shift in your mindset mm-hmm. of being grateful for the things that you can be grateful for. And hopefully, you combat yeah. that, and that's what becomes contagious. Well, I, I want to leave with a quote uh, by Ellen White, because I've been yes. I'm just doing some research this week, and I just stumbled on this by sheer accident. But I think it helps to bring this home just a little bit. Um, and, and the title of this is an article in Science of the Times in 1913 by Ellen White t- titled, Seek for Union. Seek for union. And right at the outset, um, at at the beginning of this article, she says, we should seek for true goodness rather than greatness. Mm. And then she goes on, those who possess the mind of Christ will have humble views of themselves and they will labor for the purity and prosperity of the church and be ready to sacrifice their own interests and desires rather than to cause dissension among their brethren. Or today we'd say sisterin too, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) sisterin. But but to, to, to everyone. You yes, know, to amen. everyone uh, seeking true goodness rather than greatness in an attitude and spirit of humility through which I'm here, Buster, we're all here together to serve one another and lift up Jesus by God's mm. grace. Michael, I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> well, then we might as well just wrap it up. I believe so. <laughs> all right. Well, this is Soup. And Swoops. Signing, signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.